for tuning in to Women in the Mic. I am Major Bringing the Pain. I'm here with the lovely ladies. How are y'all doing this evening? How are we doing, Spice? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> this is funny. I'm good tonight, love. I'm love. But first off, I want to thank everybody. Appreciate you for voting because we really need to exercise our right as voting and make it a regularly thing instead of just doing it for certain elections. Um, me, myself, I enjoyed a little. I went on election day because, you know, I got paid to go. Uh, so I wasn't going to go early, you know, just took that day out, went early and enjoyed the rest of my day shopping. But um, I didn't even vote for a president. So <laughs> um, I actually typed in Michelle Obama and I felt like that she, you know, anybody of the Obamas would have been. Hell, if Sasha want to run, I put Sasha Obama on now. <laughs> so, you know, somebody, they better be working on the sun or something. I know they still doing it, but, you know, I'm, I'm all team 44. Oh, wow. So, wait, wait, wait. Did they tell you themselves that they still do this? Was this a conversation you had? Nah, 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 nah. I just think if they hear it, then they'll be like, you know what? She's right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should run. You know? And Obama might hype her up to do it, too. You know what I'm saying? Hell no. Hell no. But you said, you don't think Michelle Obama would run? I think if she would have ran, she would have did a landslide. And already ran. Yeah, I don't know. She saw how how crazy that position was. Well, I ain't gonna lie, they probably enjoying themselves. You know, Obama shooting threes at the gym and stuff. Did you see that's what I do? Yeah, I seen that. I was like, look at him showing out. So you know they still fucking. I'm just saying though, he athletic. He got a little pep in his step. He he might have grade, but he he in some good shape. He done slimmed up. That suit done got a little down. You know he been probably working out. Got that body right. Go ahead, Obama. I don't I don't care what nobody say. I smash Obama. I sure will. You ain't the only one. He is a fine brother. I think all women, black women, will smash Obama. He is fine. And I would not tell. I would not tell. And he looked like he got a little freak in him too. You wouldn't tell. I would not tell nobody. And if he came out, I'd be like. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. So you telling me? Yep. You talk about it. You tell all the business about these raggedy Atlanta niggas that you I be would, screwing with, and you won't tell that I you would, done smashed the, the pinnacle. Hell no, Obama would be my personal. They know all achiever. the dusty bi- business. I, yes, but if I if Obama said, "Come on, spicy, I got you," bro, <laughs> let me. Go. I wouldn't tell nothing if they had it on tape. I say it's a lie. Let me go back to my producing hole. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> Miss Queen D, what you gonna do? What about you and Obama? Me and Obama? Mm-hmm. I never thought of Obama like that. I thought Girl. Him as, no, I haven't. I always thought of him as a daddy. Shit. Girl, his voice alone is sexy. Them, as hell. them sexy black black lips. No, nah, I ain't ever thought of Obama like that. I thought him as a granddaddy. Or some shit. <laughs> He's a retarded. Oh, you dumb. Oh, I, I like, bet your granddaddy uh, hip work though. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-uh. I would have thought of him as uh, uh-uh. <laughs> my boy can still skip up them steps. But you know, one thing I respected about Obama doing his presidency when he shut them down when they came for his wife the one time. Yeah, he shut that black man came out and he, you never heard anybody else say anything negative about his wife because when I say his he shut it down when they came from him he was like wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute I was like that's I ain't gonna lie I started shopping at Kmart after I seen the damn dress. I'm like that dress pretty as hell I got like two dresses uh, that summer from Target yeah wow I like, <laughs> she want to be cheap too shit I can be cheap too I know, how much, what, I know how much damn money that woman make and she's shopping at Target yeah fuck that Shit, that dress was cute. Hell, what about you, Cajun? Tell what would you do? 
I'm a married woman. <laughs> <laughs> she don't fantasize that about Obama. That's why she we put a little disclaimer. Couple dates and couple dates, <sighs> but I would never open my legs to give it to Mr. Obama. The devil is loud. I ain't gonna lie, y'all. Y'all think he's fun on vacations too? Yeah, he isn't like the type of person that would just. Come on, now, can you imagine Obama in the cabins just chilling with us? He can chill with us. He can chill. Now, I will say Obama's a very um, masculine, mm-hmm. very, very mature. Mm-hmm. He, he is a very fine-looking man. He mm-hmm. is. I, I'm not yeah, he taught Michelle how to grow them vegetables in that garden, too. She, Terrell's not home right now, so she can talk about it. Uh, he's in there. He, what? Got, he got the baby. He got the baby in the back. He listening. You know he listening. <laughs> <laughs> Question was about would y'all chill with Trump? Hell no. <laughs> I would because I ain't gonna lie. I would be plotting. I, I when I tell you, I sure would. I, I chill with him and, and plot. Plot? What you mean by plot? You gonna plot, girl? Man, we gonna have a funeral in about a few weeks. <laughs> you would try to have that man hit? I sure would. You can't say that. I, Go uh, ahead. Get, do, do it. <laughs> Go ahead. The sentiments of major pain do not represent. <laughs> The opinions of Yale Entertainment and Yale Radiocast as an entity, business, and what she speaks is solely her opinions and hers alone. And with that being said, go ahead. I mean, I wouldn't do it, but I show. I know some people. I I know some people, but I would. I would like to sit down and just. I'm being. I'm gonna be real with y'all. I would sit down and just hold a a conversation with um Trump and be laughing the whole time. Why you'll lose brain cells, bitch? Because I'll be too busy sitting there, but like. I swear to God, it'll be like you, you. Your IQ will start going lower having a conversation with Trump. I could just see it now. That that's like watching. <laughs> yeah, you come up with something stupid to watch. That's like watching Ren and Stimpy high. <laughs> oh, wow! And on shrooms. And I don't even know what that's like, but I know a white friend that has done it before. But that's exactly what it will probably be like, because that's the most dumbest shit I've ever heard. So that might be how that conversation gonna be with you and Trump. But I gotta give him his props. He was a businessman. He how? knew how. He knew the how. Nigga to, knew how to avoid paying taxes. I need to learn that. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Shit. laughs> me. Okay. I need to. I need to learn let's that. Get straight. Let's get something straight. Trump did not. He did not. He knew how to lie. He knew he how to lie. He inherited that business from his 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 day. So mm-hmm. his his daddy built that business. And he ran he that motherfucker in the ground. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, let's just let's just flip this around real quick since we wanna talk about y'all wanna get into these politics and government bullshit, which is something I didn't want to talk about at all. Um this let's ask the question. Uh, do you see um the things that the government gave back in the eighties and nineties, um, compared to what they doing now? Do you think because we don't have the same programs that was offered back then, this is why a lot of the kids not wanting to vote because they don't see a reason for it? What programs do they not have today that they had back then? Okay. Because the Boys and Girls Club is still around. But the Boys and Girls Club? The YMCA is still around. Girls Incorporated is still Thank around. You. Right. You got to pay for YMCA for your kids. To be but you've always had to pay for that. When I was going, when I, when I was going to the Boys and Girls Club... I had to pay for that. There was a membership for that. Five dollars. Five dollars. No, I think it was like forty-four something dollars. No, but okay, but different different states okay, probably was different again, prices. You know, yeah. I'm thirty-two, so you yeah. know. But 
Yeah, they they always had a membership. Like that was because at the Boys and Girls Club, I could play basketball. I could get a ride home if I need to. If my right. parents couldn't come pick me up. Mm-hmm. I also had tutoring. Um, I also could play uh, interactive games and stuff like that. Um, we had girls times and all this other good stuff. So all of that was included in 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 the membership fee. Right. So, but I have a fourteen year old who is actually in the after school program, and that's at the Boys and Girls Club. No, he's not at the Boys and Girls Club. Right. He is at the YMCA. But even the rec center, like my son can go and play ball Saturdays from 12 to 4 for free at our recreational center. So those programs are still around. Mm, let me let me go back. But it's a different price. Like um, D said, um, it's a different price because when my boys was there, you got to understand the Boys and Girls Club, it was like $5, 10 the membership fee. You got the lunches. You had all the programs. They was able to play all the sports. Um, they was able to do everything. They came and picked them up from school. They took them to school. They also had the, the people there sponsoring. They had everything. You go to Boys and Girls Club for one, one child, one child, one child, $250 damn dollars for your you have the boys and girls club was there for people who was not able to spend that kind of money but still had the kids somewhere safe to go and have an environment to be at when my sons play sports the sports only cost them ten dollars to play and they travel you can't get that now now you have to pay the 250 plus if they want to play sports is another 200 something dollars for them to play sports and they got to pay the gear and you got to pay for them to travel you got to pay for the insurance so you looking at a thousand dollars to go to the goddamn boys and girls club I don't know what Boys and Girls Club you talking about. In Atlanta. But in my, Cobb County. But my, in Douglasville. No. Well, I'm telling you because I live there. Well, that's the problem right there. Well, because, my child is at the YMCA. And for the school year, I only paid, which he included his swimming lessons and everything, was 109. And that was for a whole school year. They picked him up from school. And if I wasn't able to drop him off, sometimes they were able to drop him off. But other than that, that's what, that was flat right. My son did everything. So I don't know what, I, and I have to pay no deposit or no extra free and stuff like that. Those people still get grants. That is not that high. Yes, it is. We, we, okay. we, we, well, but for I, me, well, it was. For me, it was. How, how you don't have kids like as fourteen? I'm, I'm saying right not now. not now, but then. But okay. my kids are. So just, I'm saying as recently right now because I just did it last year. It's okay. not that expensive, y'all. I paid 109 dollars for a whole entire school year, and my son went and did sports. He learned how to swim and did activities and everything and played ball. I know for me. It's Expensive. How much was well, yours? Yours are small now. Yes, your kids are small. Well, I mean, well, she talking about the boys and girls club. That's oh, okay. different from YMCA. Boys and girls club. I don't even go in there. Y- YMCA, the daycare was free. <coughs> okay, you okay. know what I'm saying. My two year old, she went to pre K there. And you had I mean, a membership. My, not my two year old, seven year old. And you had a membership. Though. I didn't have a membership. You didn't have a. Mem- it was yeah. just because you was in the city, like in. I, the, I would stay on Camilton, and because I was in the Camilton area, so you was resident. Okay. Yeah, she was able to go to the daycare. And the pre-K for free. Okay. I had to make a certain amount also. But I actually made a little bit over, but they just overlooked it because I had other kids. Mm -hmm. Now, when I try to add the oldest ones into the program and stuff, my older kids. Now, that's different because when you hear a parent that have multiple kids. Yeah, it's always a little bit more They have that family packet that you have to pay for. And then that family packet don't go by the year. It go by the month. Oh, okay. So that was the difference because I think for my family it went up to a hundred dollars a month, but I mean it pays for the whole family. But I didn't have an extra hundred dollars to be paying for them to do everything like they wanted to. Yeah, but now that's good. A hundred dollars for multiple kids because I I was paying a hundred dollars when my son was 
one and two, uh, like, you know, years old for, you know, but that was, I was doing that weekly. So I was damn near paying $400, um, a month for, um, you know, for, for childcare for him. Oh yeah. Cause I, I, was, really in, I was in college. So yeah. And so luckily, you know, back then, you know, me being in college, I was able to get, um, you know, like the little voucher and stuff like that mm-hmm. for him because I was, I was a student, but, um, yeah, I don't think they're doing that now. Either too. My question is like, I know when I lived in Pennsylvania, um, we had programs, and we was talking about this, like, with the kids, the mothers, like, the teen moms, when they got pregnant, and they was in school. They had government-funded programs that set was set aside that the, the girls, the young ladies, once you hit, like, seven, six months to seven months in school, um, you was able to go to these programs and still maintain your schooling. They they made sure you went to school. They made sure, but you was home-tutored. The government paid for all that. Then when you was able to go back to school, they had it that you was getting funding to have your kids into, um, you know, child care and stuff like that and doing good stuff. Um, now you look into that it's hard. They don't have that like that no more. They didn't. They didn't shut down a lot of these government programs that help these young women to even get more education to be able not to be on the system to grow and be able to go. You know, they can help them get a, a degree, help them get whatever little um, if they want certificates to be nurses and you know whatever. They don't have that like that no more. Okay, Chantel, what you say? You asking the wrong person. I, <laughs> I think they. I, I can only be honest with you. You asking right. the wrong person. I didn't go to the. I didn't have the boys and girls club. Okay. Um, I was a Girl Scout, and you pay for that. Um, I didn't go to the YMCA. I was very active in school, so anything I needed as far as extracurricular activities was concerned was in school. I was in debate in high school. I was in choir in middle and high school. I was in drama in middle and high school. I was in ROTC in high school. They don't have so that. Those are things that took that That's took enough. care of my after school care, as it's well enough. as gave yep. me things to do on the weekends sometimes. And on the, and during the summertime, I went to my father's house, so I wasn't doing anything if I didn't need any type of uh, assistance or anything when I was young. So I can't tell you whether or not they still have those programs if they went up in price. I have absolutely no idea. My child is not even two yet. So there was, he's not even involved in those programs. Right. Um, but I will say that I know that I don't know how easy it is, but if you are a, young, a person now who a single person, even as it doesn't matter how old you are, if you get pregnant now and you have a child and you need assistance, of course they still have assistance. They still have child care assistance. Um, but it's hard. They have no Go ahead, Dina. Go ahead, Quincy. I got a little one. So okay. Here's how it works. Let's say I wanted childcare. I have to have, you know, of course, to get me a job. I have to be working at least 32 hours a week. Now, let's say it's a pandemic. I done lost. The childcare is either closed, and the ones that are open, my job done let me go. For a person like me, I have two infants, and I'm unable to, I can't work right now. So, what they'll tell me to do, they'll tell me, oh, go apply for TANF. I go apply for TANF. They give me an option. You sit here for a year and get paid 200 and something dollars because you have an infant, or you can join our work program and we'll assist you in getting a job. But either way it go, you cannot get child care if you decide to take this money and uh, sit with your infant. 
Right. So you say, okay, I want to go ahead and do the job work program. Now, here's a work program. Okay, every Friday they give you a free breeze card, or maybe some counties will give you a gas card. So you get your free um, breeze card or your gas card. They give you a little money for job interviews and stuff like that. And let's say there's something happened with the daycare. Okay. If you don't make it there on time, they can sanction you and take half of your food stamps if you own food stamps. Wow. And not even pay you. And then you wow. still had to come into their work program. Now, this is where you're getting child care. This is one way you're getting child care. Or you can be working and then you apply for child care and then you keep going there every other month because they have, because they tell you, oh, they're still processing your application and you should be fine <laughs> because you're working and you should pay for, just go ahead and pay, for, pay the 200 something dollars a week. Then we'll pay a little bit of something once your application came through because now it's not as broad as it used to be because how the funding got cut down only a certain they only can take a certain amount of people now mm. so it used to be oh i can apply for child care i got the job but now it's like i gotta wait and see if there's even a slot open for me to even do it because when i was working for coke i had my kids i was trying to put them in child care i was able to get approved but once I got approved, it's like, oh, no, you can't go to that daycare. It had to be this certain daycare. Yeah. So that's how she ended up in YMCA. Like, even with, um, like, going back to school, it used to be, you know, I'm, I think they still do it. But if you, like, 21 and up, DFAS will pay for you to go to school. Under or up? Um, t- um, 21 um, below. I'm sorry. You're 16, you got, you got, you need a GED. Are you 21, you need a GED. They'll pay for it. You know, they'll, they won't pay for it. Let me, yeah, they pay for it. But they're paying for you to get your GED or your high school diploma. But GEDs are free. Huh? Not no more. Oh, wow. They thank can, you. Thank you. Because I know the GED was year, As of last year or two years ago. I need to look that back up because I could have sworn GED was free. I don't, I don't, I don't remember no, the GED saying, being free I'm, when I was in high school. Yeah, at the last year, they don't, they, not only that you have it's to pay. Bucks. You can pay for the classes are free, but you have to pay a hundred something dollars for right. the tests now. And because okay. of the tests are no longer no. paper, they online. It's been like that since about 2012, now that I remember. I had somebody tell me that he went in, and he really didn't even go through the whole. Yeah, he didn't go through school to get the GED. He just went on, went in and took the course and passed the course and got a GED. Yeah. But yeah, because that's how my cousin did, because I was class of 2006, so yeah. she was class of 2007. I, she did hers paper I did in mine, the classroom. I, did, I got mine in 2006, and my friend, she was trying to get hers last year. She had to, They let her take the class for free, but the tests, she had to pay for each uh, five sessions of the test. And she said it's no longer like forty dollars no more. It's a hundred and something because they're doing it online. Yeah, because they and had some people Tech. that took their GED walk the stage with us. Yeah, and this is Atlanta. Yeah. Te- and this is Atlanta Tech. And Atlanta Tech used to get uh, had nothing but free programs. They actually cut Atlanta off. Not see not Fulton County, but Atlanta off because Atlanta was embezzling money. <laughs> I mean, it's hard enough because I, of that. Listen, I just honestly, I I feel like, and I'm, and don't get me wrong, I'm a single parent. I've always been a single parent. <laughs> <laughs> I've raised my child by myself and took care of my own family. So, all those you know programs and, and stuff like that, they're still around, and I know that they're still around because I go to certain shelters and I talk to women about their little situation and stuff like that, and um. The criteria that they have for y'all, it it does kind of seem a little bit overwhelming. But in, in on the other end, you kind of have to understand how some people just manipulate the system and have been sitting back collecting funds that really don't need it 
And so if they just automatically said, oh, just because you have these children, you need this type of assistance. But you can't you can just do it and not do anything to better yourself with it. That's why those, you know, certain type of criteria is, is in play. Because you do have some parents that will just sit and not do anything. So that's their way of making y'all do something with y'all selves. But, and I respect that, but I know they... But, it, and not even that, it, I don't think they even understand because black women, ver- nah, I ain't even talk about how a white women raise their kids, but <laughs> they do not spend all their time with their children. That's why their children be acting a whole asshole in the Walmart. Versus a black mom who gonna be home with their child. We we the teachers before teachers even come around. We the chefs before chefs even come about. We do all of this type of stuff. Like we do way more caring for our children than white women do. So they feel like just because a white woman can do this, like nah, we can't. Like our kids really be doing. Like we really have to take time out and, and take care of our damn kids. We can't go to the damn. And do 40 damn hours of community service for them. $241 worth of damn food stamps. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we can't do it because we got to change pebbles. We got to teach this baby how to walk. We teaching this baby their ABCs. We teaching this one how to be on a damn computer. Like we're, we're, we doing too damn much. Those white people, they just pawn their goddamn kids off. That's why the motherfuckers be shooting up stuff. Oh, see, you know. Yeah. But, <laughs> and you, know, you, yeah. and you were perfectly right. When I worked for Coca-Cola, I was seven months pregnant. And I said, I can't be sitting here lifting up all this shit. I said, just like that when I went to HR. Yeah. And she was like, well, I don't, I've never been pregnant before, but uh, <laughs> my mm-hmm. sister, she's seven months right now and she's still jogged. And I said, in her voice, uh, I'm not that bitch. <laughs> so she's like, you know, you can get written up for that. I said, um, for putting me in the same category of your sister. I said, um, okay. I yeah. said I'm not her. I said you can't say I'm gonna sit there at seven months and jog. No, I'm already lifting up. Well, you know, pounds and pounds. Keisha Tell was jogging at seven months. Keisha can do that. Look, I'm using my government name. Everybody ain't me. Yeah, exactly. I've been seeing people dance seven months pregnant. I've seen people do yoga at seven months pregnant. Me. My short fat ass was sitting down <laughs> eating. I was I actually playing basketball seven Everybody months pregnant. Everybody can't do what everybody can <laughs> uh, do. I was on the court. So I can't like, do that. And like I told that lady at HR, I'm not going to lift up no 50 pounds of coke, pull 103 pounds of coke to the floor and stock it. I'm going to lift up I would have fell out and had all kinds of pains. I said I'll lift up the 10 pounds and that's it. Uh, but um, just go- going back to what y'all was talking about, um, and Keisha tells sitting on the side because she like, well, I don't know what to say because she ain't never been through this. But um, I'm just gonna go for me. I can't talk about now because I don't have no babies now. Well, I take that back. I have grandkids, and I know from a lot of the stuff that I had to deal with with some of them. Um, well, I was explaining like we had when I was living in Pennsylvania. Um, when you went to the Erie One Center, everything that we needed as far as um, as a young mother was located already in the area one, you had the health teaching that class, you had the wig class, you had the get your wig, you had the um, the doctors in the back, um, you had anything that went wrong with dentist, you had the dentist up in there, so everything was located in one building. Yeah, um, I've, I've, I've gotten yeah, wig before. Right, with Queen D, I listened to her when she'd be fussing about the how you had to go through the with the programs and certain women when they was talking about how they couldn't get these these government fundings because they made them go through loops, and. I even recall when I was coming up, we even, which I never should, I should have used it. We had programs that they gave you birth control without your parents even knowing it. 
Let's see, your daughter can do that. Like, my daughter, she can go. Yeah, if I you take gotta her be to, 15. Yeah, you gotta be 15 or up. But when she go to the hot doctor office, unless she want me to know she got birth control. You don't know it because you nosy. You go through all this stuff. No, but see, there's nothing she gonna tell me anyway. But during the pandemic, now that you have to call, like what I had to do, I had to call and show proof that I even had a baby. And now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to put call. this pussy on the screen. There you go. Right <laughs> 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 what? Wait. But no, I told oh, the birth certificate. <laughs> no, that was true. No, I, I have birth certificate. I just had a confirmation of birth. <laughs> you know, when you got the hospital. Oh, yeah, they do give you that little piece of paper with a confirmation you, of birth. Let me tell you, when I had my two, my, I call her two, she still one. When I had my one year, right, I got so fast out the hospital. I ain't even get a confirmation of birth. Yeah. So I'm looking for the Wicca. I'm thinking going to be like Grady. Because Grady used to be like, you had, pop, the baby come out, the defense worker right there, trying to get you on the food stamps if you don't got no money. They try to get your wick in there because they got the wick office in there and all oh, this hell. stuff. Man, I ain't, when I popped her, I ain't had no confirmation of birth. I couldn't do nothing. <laughs> I couldn't do nothing. She didn't have wick. She was breastfed through all the way. She just not starting getting wick. That's crazy. Yeah, but even with the wick, now during the pandemic, you had to call in, send the confirmation of birth, send that child That's too much. That's too much. If you breastfeed, send your information. That's too much. And then they send your wick voucher first, and then they send your things afterwards. So it's like... That's too much. That's, like, too, but you that's too much. But you remember, but you remember too I told money. you about you the free school. Huh? What'd you say? I'm sorry, Keisha. Tell what you said. You asking the state for free food. They can put you through whatever the hell they is that you want, they want to put you through. I bet you somebody come and ask you for some money. If you decide you want to send them, send them through some loopholes to get that money, you are well within your rights to send them through the loopholes. I ain't going to lie. I'm making contracts we and everything. Remember, we're asking the state for assistance. Mm-hmm. The state didn't put us, make us lay down in their bed and have that baby. We did it on our own. And now we're asking the state to help us. And we're getting mad because the state is asking, or the state, or the country, whatever you want to call it, is telling us, no, you got to do A, B, C, and D first. Oh, okay. We can't get mad. But you got to understand, like, when you go to some of the offices and... These people really be acting like they, assholes in they, there. They really treat you like you just dirt. Because it took that one lady that looked at me and talked to me like I was nothing but a piece of dirt. And I just, I was like, but I had a security guard right there. Holding my hand to escort me out, and I was like, "Forget it, I don't want it." I, you know, and I just, hey, just work, work my ass off, just to, you know, feed them. Yeah, basically. So that's that's all I was just gonna say. Like it, after going through all of that, like that should be motivation enough to like folks be like, mm, "Let me try to do something a little different, so that I don't have to depend on this type of stuff." Like that's the purpose of those programs. For it's not a long term thing; it's just a short term thing. Now, don't get me wrong. This shit ain't right, but you got to think about it. If you ever looked at government assistance in other countries, like anybody has ever done that before? No. Okay, so I'm going to tell y'all one little fun fact. Oh, yeah. Like I in, did. L- in London, if your baby is born in prison, that baby lives in, in prison, prison with you. Yep. Wow. And grows up in prison with you. I do it in Australia, too. Yeah. So I can't sign off the baby to no. the. My child is not about to grow up in prison. Yes, he is. Yes, it's some countries yeah. they do that. <laughs> Shut up, KK. They don't go prison. <laughs> I didn't know that. I don't. I don't look. I, I don't look good in orange. I'm sorry. 
Orange is not the new black. Mm -mm, orange is not the new black for me. I'm sorry. Can't do it. I just can't do it. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> we're about to take a commercial break because orange is not my new black. I'll see y'all in a minute. Women in the mic. Hey, thank you for tuning in to Yale Radio Cast. Listen, business owners, people that are entrepreneurial in spirit and need to get their business out there, contact Yale Entertainment. We will advertise your company. We will advertise your brands with a listener base that covers the globe. We offer a variety of packages at affordable prices. Call us at 678-586-9241. If you need to email us, you can contact us at yaleent one at gmail.com. If you need to get your business out there, contact Yale Entertainment to get the business. Hey, it's your boy, Josh the Intern. Tune in on Saturdays 2 to 4 to the Mail Review. Listen to me and the fellas of the leg as we talk about anything and everything and no one is safe. Because men don't ever want to see the visual about uh, what your lady is doing and how she's doing it. Because, hey, you listen, know most of you, the reason why you with her listen. is because she's good at what she do. Now... I used to be equally as drunk as the women I would lay down with. Right? I would right. say more. Right. more. Right. If not more. Is it wrong for another guy to cock block another guy? The cock block probably helped the dude that was the initial person. Right. right. And got him out of trouble. Right. So you maybe know? it was not a cock block, but a, a cock savior. Uh, 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 right. <laughs> Tune in on Saturdays from 2 to 4 to the Mail Review on YellRadioCast.com. Hello, hello. This is Shola Salakok. We're so excited about what is in store for our members across the world. Bomalink provides that place where relationship building and connections give our members the strength they need to be successful in this modern era. Bomalink is a place where people of like minds come together with common interests, goals, and visions and exchange these ideas to create a better world. Come and visit BomaLink.com, register and subscribe with your email address. Let's make this a game changer for individuals and businesses across the community. It's your boy Young Nino checking in, man. What's going on? This your boy Ether. This presidential worthy vote for me, Rap Analytics, man. We up in here. Check us out every Tuesday and Thursday, 9 p.m. on YearRadioCast.com. You want your perspective? We're going to give you ours. Man, if you into this hip-hop culture, we got all the information you need. We're going to be breaking down everything from old school to new school, battle rap, fashion. Anything that has to revolve around hip-hop, we're going to bring it to you from today's perspective for what's popping in the news right now. Hip-hop, rap Analytics go hand in hand. Rap analytics, yaleradiocast.com, baby, we live. Yale Radiocast, now on Pandora Radio. We are back, women in the mic. Um, yeah, we were talking earlier about the different um, things with how the government is lacking on the funds, um, doing a lot of stuff. So, with that being said, or any other things, is there anything that these young ladies like to speak on tonight, women in the mic, ladies? I just want to say fuck the government. <laughs> See. That's why she your favorite. That's, that's why, why she's she my favorite. She's your favorite because she said fuck the government. Remember we was blocked for talking about the government? Yeah. We, you was fucking with the upper room. Upper room. The upper room. <laughs> that's what we called it. Yes. Jeez. 
that's literally yeah dropped. he we had I, i'm gonna make y'all laugh we had got some um <laughs> information it was a gentleman he had gave us some information about the government he was patriot act he was talking about the patriot act and he was in the military and he worked secret service for the government so i brings this bit of information to mr williams i'm like hey d look what this man gave us let's just talk about it but let's you know get some insight no mr williams wants to go full throttle up against the motherfucking upper room i mean you know we get blocked we in live in the middle of live <laughs> people are listening and all, all all of a sudden we get text messages and inboxes we can't hear y'all <laughs> my cousin hits me up and she was like are y'all trying to get shot she was like, they just flagged y'all. So y'all know me, yeah. my scary ass. Yeah. I don't know this man. If somebody knock at the door, I'm passing yeah. out. Yeah. That's, that's a proud moment in my life. I've been flagged by the government. What's up, what's up Todd? I, I, I love that. I've been flagged by the government. Yeah. Shout, out, shout out to the upper room. Yeah, we, we got yeah. we the got upper hit. room. Yeah, um, he, he got it back. And then we was talking to a young man from overseas who was giving some. No, he's from New York. But he was, I thought he was overseas when he called because no, he was. He was in New York. Yokus Yokus okay. Bossarelli. Oh, Shout yeah. out to Yokus B. Yeah, he was bringing some real stuff to the table. Got us flagged again by the government. The upper room. Yeah, <laughs> J- we got hit again. JFK assassination <laughs> talk. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. blocked us again. Yeah, and then people was accused of being um. <laughs> yes, I was. I'm an extremist. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no. th- those were the days. We didn't have we didn't had our share of um, the upper room yes. because of Mr. W- you know, entertainment. That's why now we're um, very cautious of a lot of stuff that we try to say and do mm-hmm. online because uh, upper room. I pay whatever fine I need to pay, it's but I fine. meant what I said. And we said fine. we said what? I meant what I said. That's how you feel. Oh, they heard what I said. They heard. I you. said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I solely only major bringing the pain. She's she's like a young me. I can't get mad at her. She sounds like me in 2014. <laughs> Fuck the government. I'm like no 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 no. We're not gonna say all that on air. We're gonna just say we just don't like the government. Not the government. <laughs> but um. Um, getting back into what's up? Don't the white people say I know my rights? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not playing with you. I know. Wonderful. We're still gonna take them away. because I'm falling out right there. I'm. I'm. That's gonna be the day I snitch on everybody. I'm snitching on everybody. I'm coming up with stuff. I'm telling stuff y'all did in third grade. I'm telling it all. And if I don't know, girl, when I finish, they're going to think I knew you. Yeah, they don't care about it. They already already know. They established that. They already know. They already know how long we've been friends and not been. So that's a whole nother time. They don't care about us. The first picture y'all tagged on Facebook together. I remember when I was in foster care. And when I was in foster care, I was a teenager and I was like, I want to get, I had to get emancipated. And they told me. Yeah, that's the only way you can get custody of your child because I had my uh, oldest while I was in foster care. They told me that's the only way you can have her because, you know, the government, as the government, we own, we, we have her. She's not yours. Excuse you? As soon yes, as that's they, true. They, they yeah. took, mm-hmm. That's true. 
They told me if Children I want born in the system every day. Mm-hmm. Yep, they told me that she is not mine, uh, and I would have to go to court, and I had to go to court get emancipated in order to have her at the age of seventeen. And they probably made you go through hell and high water to get a baby. Yep, I went to court every yep. other month. Go ahead. Um, go ahead. You know how when you sign the paperwork, if y'all are have um, are in a co-parenting situation. Where it says that you are the custodial parent, and, or it says that you are the the guardian, that means you're just overseeing the child. You don't have custody or ownership of that child. Mm-hmm. You have to actually get paperwork to get ownership of your own child. I have ownership of Devin because when I got custody of him, they actually made me get that paperwork done. That's mm-hmm. when I found that out that that they have ownership. You are only a custodial parent. Yep. And I learned that when I was in foster care, when I was trying to, when I was time for me to leave, and they was like, because of your living situation, we're gonna keep her. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, the only way I could see you through. She took me all. She took me to ice. She took me to the school. She got me, um, she withdraw me from school. This is my worker. She withdraw me from school. She set me up for my GED class. Told me to get my GED while I was in the class. She told me, um, hey, um, why are you doing this class? We're going to be going to court. And I had to go to court and everything. Show proof that I had parenting classes and all that kind of stuff because I was in the maternity home. So they did nothing but parenting classes constantly. So when I went to court, and stuff. I had a, the dumbest lawyer in the world, but the judge <laughs> ignored him. Public defender. I mean, he came up in there. He's like, she did all the work. Just let it go. He said, just like that. And this was a white what? man. Yeah, this is a white man. He, how he said it again? He, she did all the work. Just let it go. And I was like, let me go well. This judge like, what? Was, and then the uh, then um the workers like we just trying to get her emancipated so she can have custody of the child. And then the, and then you know and then you had a whole room of everybody talking to you, all your foster parents that you've been through. People had to write letters for you and all that kind of stuff, showing that you were able to take care of your own child. So I had, to have all that. Oh Lord Jesus. Yep. But that's because I was in foster care. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. Like people don't understand. Like when DFAS get involved. And they get involved, and for me, who was in that system, oh man, that's that, that's, that's a terrible system to be in. Y'all, 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 good because I know when defects had the audacity, and yes, I use that word to um, come to my house because I whooped my son, and <laughs> what happened was, I, I my son set my Christmas tree on fire. Some kind of way, he got a hold to a lighter, and he set the Christmas tree on fire. I, I whooped this. I whooped him, and in the midst of me whooping him, he ducked, and I caught him. So that that caused a bruise, you know, to hit him in the face. My children, for everybody out there in the world who know my sons, they was they was the definition of bad ass kids when kids when they was life. younger. They didn't care what they said. So defects came, and being the, being who I was, I'm sitting there, and it was like I was married. So me and my husband at the time was sitting there, and they was like, "Well, we're gonna take the kids." I'm the wrong person to tell that to. You only gonna take what one? Oh hell no! You gotta take them all. Y'all, you gonna you not gonna just take one? If you telling me I'm not I'm not capable of taking care of one, you need to take all these little out my house, man. My son said and slapped the woman. 
and ran out the door. We ain't going with you and took off running. I thought it was the funniest <laughs> little thing that happened. But them folks, I was like, y'all, I hadn't seen them no more. They came. I was like, you can't tell me how, to, how this boy could have killed everybody in the house. She was like, well, you should have been watching them. I worked 9 at night to 7 in the morning. All the kids went to school. I thought his little badass was still in the room with me because I had the door locked. I realized that he knew how to unlock the door, and he got out. But I understand now why they're so strict because of all the kids that got killed in defects comes to me because they got raped. But it's okay for a white person to go to sleep and they baby murdered 32 people and come <laughs> back and get in the bed with them, and they don't go to jail? Mm-hmm. Oh no, that's different. They baby be out murdering damn people. This should just hit the smart. <laughs> I mean, it's true because, like, when I was in foster care, I mean, it was well, that was like early, like two thousand, two thousand four, like two thousand four, five, something like that. When I was in foster care, everywhere I went to, it was black. I went to, when I went to my maternity home. I thought the girl was in defense custody. No. She, I was one of the lucky ones to get accepted to that place. She, her parents paid for her because she was a white girl. It was two, three white girls in there. Three of their parents paid for them to get into that maternity home because they were hiding the pregnancy because they was wish tycoon families. Wow. And stuff. And so that's the only time that I actually seen some own um, kids. Let me ask y'all a question. Do y'all think um, it's harder for men? To get assistance as a single father, I mean, like say, if a, if a father right now go homeless and he need to go into a shelter, they would not. They, he they would get give him a ring around the walls just to go to shelter with his kids, because mm-hmm. there's no shelter that's it said women and children. It don't say men and children, just for simple things like that. Wow, so you saying you had a hard time, Mr. Williams? Uh, well, I only went to get medical um, assistance. And they told me that they couldn't help me. And I said, why? Uh, I just got, you know, say custody of my son. Um, the mother had had this assistance. Why can't I get it? Because she was on child support? No, it was canceled. Oh. It's canceled. Matter of fact, uh, once the child support was canceled, before I walked out the office, the lady said, well, you know you can put her on child support now. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that too. And I, and I said, well, I don't care about her situation. I got him. You know what I'm saying? I got my son. I don't need to do that to her. You know what I'm saying? I can't. Yep, that's how you'll get it. That's how they set you up. That's how they, yeah, they but, get you. But I, I'm one for it, and I, I'm an advocate of stay away from them white folks in our business. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Too. Although I'm already in the system, I wasn't going to further more stuff with the system, you know? Although she never helped me while he was in my care, but that's another story. But he had extreme asthmatic oh, complications. Oh, seventy five dollars off a yes. rip. So, yes. so he had that's ex- the cheap ones. <laughs> he had extreme asthmatic complications. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, so when I went in there for it, now I didn't even earn that much money, but they said I earned too much. You know, so and I will tell you what I was earning at that time was under thirteen dollars. Yeah. And you're telling me that this is too much money to make to get medical assistance? Yeah, they think anything over ten, you can live off. Yeah, yeah. and like if white, like if I have making when I'm making um, when I work for Coke, they cut off all my benefits. But this is the thing, uh, and that's crazy because it's like 
I and I'm just gonna talk. We're talking about. We're gonna jump back and forth. I'm talking about because I have a lot of male friends um, that has sole custody of their kids and then had their kids since they was young. Oh yeah, and, it's hard. And I didn't listen to them talk about the situations like when they didn't try to get uh, food stamps. And it was like, God dang, why we can't get food stamps? Why we can't get Section 8? Why we can't get yeah. this? And, they, and the lady, he said, one lady told him, ain't you a man? A man's supposed to figure it out. He said, but I'm a man with four daughters. Yeah. He said, I got four daughters. The mother got up one day and said, I don't want to be a mom no more. And she left. Mm-hmm. He was like, now... I'm here with four girls trying to work two jobs, make sure these they go to school and everything, and he couldn't get no child care, no, no uh, food stamps, no, no Medicaid, no Section yeah, 8, no it'd nothing. Like it'd be like that. My friend just paid $10,000 total in court costs and everything just to get his son back. Mm-hmm. $10,000 in court for years. I mean, like, you got so many, you yeah. got some lucky ones because I know somebody. He ended up getting custody of his kid, his son, and he did end up getting all the, inf- you know, his, you know, benefits from it and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But that's because, hey, like she said, going to court and actually paying them money let to me, get the to get it. You know what I'm saying? Let, let me ask y'all, women, how do y'all think that the fathers who have gained custody of their sons did when they had custody? Because I know plenty of brothers who did an outstanding job like that's one of the things that i argue i put up a i'll put up a post and women get mad the mother isn't necessarily the best parent no i never said that because i ain't say you said oh, that i just asked okay. how you feel about you hit all the holler <laughs> no because i i be, <laughs> you know, to be honest with you i didn't met uh, like i said i have a lot of male friends who have their kids and i think they did an outstanding job i um my homeboy tyrone from um from ty from from pennsylvania he had all 20 of his kids and right. all of them went to college. Uh, he made sure he was a single father. He made sure all of them went to school. He made sure they were straight. Just following the, the stuff that he did. My homeboy, um, Samarj, I, him single father, just mm-hmm. sitting back watching the, the stuff that he had to go through to make sure his sons were straight. My homeboy, Key, Key had four girls. And, man, the worst thing I think he had went through is when he woke me up at 3 o'clock in the morning because his daughter started her menstrual, and he was freaking out because he was like, I don't know what to do. So, you know, but and just watching the way that these young people have, even their kids, is doing great. I feel like if they would have stayed with their mothers, it would have been in a different, in the wrong, a different. Right, right. I had a friend that moved up here that I went to school with, Mike G. Uh, He watched this show often. Uh, He's actually like an honorary member of the family. He got custody of his sons, and from that point on, he raised them. The mother was doing, she was in the streets doing all type of wild shit. He put them through school. They gave both the sons, getting ready to go to college, you know what I'm saying? Graduate the same time my son, you know what I'm saying? So it's a whole, we, we, we're tied in all together, and I see that. I actually saw my niece say on the, the, the a post the other day that, like, he is the supreme of parents, like, you know, and I'm like, that's my guy. You know what I'm saying? I've seen fathers beg for support from the women. I actually went in when I went in for the medical assistance and I was talking to the lady and I was saying, well, I'm not getting no help from the from the mother. And she admitted she like. Women don't want to help. 
mothers don't want to help because they feel like they should have the child. So they feel like what you said, like you're the man. They feel like since you're the man, you should make it happen just because you're the just because you're a man. So, okay, Chantel, you have something you want to say? Add to that. Well, it can just get as good as the mother. Um, it's just all about making the time, the effort, and having the resources to get it done, whether those resources are government assistance or family assistance. Um, I, don't, I don't see a problem with it at all myself. I don't see a problem with a father having the child if he is the best parent. Right. Again. If he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the best parent. <laughs> but I believe that both parents need to be in a child's life in order for the most, to, in order for the, the child to get the most out of it. In order for the child to benefit the most, both parents need to be involved um, as much as possible. That's, tr- that's just my opinion. That's true. Um, but you have a, but me personally, and just to talk about the men, and I'm, 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 I'm really focused on that because I'm reading some of this stuff, because um, I have a lot of female, well, associates um, that got mad because I got, they are on child support, and then they got mad at me, and these females got mad at me, well, I'm paying $1,000 a month, well, damn, you ain't doing nothing else for your kid, you in the club, you in the club every Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday, you walking around with loneliness, hair down your back, all this, and you mad because you have to pay $1,000, but you spending $1,000 on wigs. But you mad because you have to give this man $1,000 just for one child, not for the other 10 you got, just for one. Mm-hmm. And then I have other female friends that they make good money, and they don't get they don't get a chance to see their kids. And some got mothers out there, too, who fathers is very spiteful, that won't let their mother see the kids because they're mm-hmm. not with them. And they busting their foreheads on this on child support. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Miss Queen Queen D. What you wanted to say? No, I just had a question. Like, well, it's something that Kate said, and I just want to ask. Like, you know, from my experience, like, when is the father's toxic? Do you still want that person to mind your kids? You know what I'm hey saying? Man, them kids don't give a fuck if this parent don't. If no, I'm just talking about or no, anything just, like this, like for real. Kids do not, and see that be blowing me too. Moms, baby mamas, listen, <laughs> y'all got to stop. Thank you. Saying this baby can't go with their daddy because they let didn't me. do this or let buy this for them me. and stuff like that. That kid me, do not give a me. damn what that man can do for them. They just know when they with their dad, they want to be with their dad. They want to have fun and shit like that. They don't care about them damn joys. They don't care about them damn PlayStations right. and shit like that. They want to be with their damn daddy. And y'all be letting them up. Y'all be hindering a child from loving on that parent or that dad from loving on that child because of your stupid ass. So right, stop right. doing that, y'all. Like, them kids do not care. Like, for real. That, I, I, I can't honestly say, like, if... <laughs> I can honestly say like for real kids do not care about that like that kid in the, in the back of their mind they mad with you because you won't let them go with their people like it, it's sad I know I in my lifetime I would have never thought because I grew up around men that took care of kids I have a daddy I have a whole father who is still active in my life that man took care of me took care of my sisters took care of my cousins anybody the whole block calling my daddy pop 
You know what I'm saying? So I've been around men that take care of their children. So to see like a lot of stuff as me being grown, and I'm only 32 years old, like my homeboys, my friends, they, they argue, uh, man, this stupid ass bitch won't let me see my damn child. Well, what you did and all this other good stuff. like And just the stupid stuff that you see on the internet about, you know, she don't want them around another damn child. Sometimes you is the damn problem why that damn child is not raised the correct way. You have your moment. I guarantee you, I have a 14-year-old. We did the same shit with his father. I was making them go because of the courts and all this other good stuff. And we thought about it. And one day, she just said, you had the opportunity. When he declined, he, when he gave, when they got to the point where we signed, because I had to go back to court. I said, I feel like that he's mature enough to make his own decision on who he wants to spend his holidays with versus how we had, had it set for birth. When my son let me know, Mama, I want to stay with you for that, that, that Christmas That'll be the most wonderful feeling. They will See, already come to their conclusion of how they feel about their listen. parents. It's not okay. like, it's not that type of situation though. It's the situation listen. that you ignoring her her whole entire life. Okay. You acting like her existence. But you don't need to be that liaison in between of that relationship. You gotta let them let But she's seven out. years old. She's a little girl. I understand. I don't want to break the line of communication. I still want her to have that communication. But at the end of the day, I don't want to see your child hurt. My child hurt. Yes, but you can't make nobody do anything. Right, okay. So see, I'm not making. You know, this this hits me too as the man in the room, and I hate that word toxic, because this is my problem with that word. It has related to everything that a man does. Like any mistake that a man makes, you call him toxic. You know, like, 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 if a mother makes a mistake, is she toxic? She can be. She, okay, but, but, but they don't, but they don't, they don't assign that word to the mother in her mistakes. It's just a young mother trying to figure it out, trying to make a way. So maybe a man in his immaturity is immature. I would, I would, I would assign more so him abusing you in front of your child. Toxic. You said that he said that to your child. I don't want nothing to do with you. That's toxic to me. Right. That's that that is toxic to me. That's but, that's what I'm but, saying but with that situation. But that's but that's not every situation. Every situation it, uh, so, there's some situations where a man can't financially support that child the best that's he not, can. That's not him. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm just giving you the right. examples right. and then since when he can't financially support that child, oh you're toxic cuz you can't take care of your kids. No, I can't take care of my kids cuz I'm broke. Or I might be stupid in the moment because I'm a hoe in these streets. Right. Well, let me but say. I, I, I got a perfect example, Donna. My daughter, my oldest is 16. And just because he can't support her as he used to, mm -hmm. I don't throw that at him because he is her father. He's there. Mm -hmm. I can call this man right now and say, hey, I'm tired of her. He'd be like, just meet me halfway. Yeah. <laughs> That's not toxic. Don't we get tired of them kids? <laughs> you know I, so I know the difference yeah. from a good father who right. probably just struggling, who can't do it. Right. That I won't ever. If even if right now he's like Dina, I can't. She needs something. He's like Dina, I can't help you with that. I won't be saying nothing. I'm like, okay, I understand. You know what I'm saying? So I understand that point of view. You know, I understand that because I have that. Right. But. What well, I'm not used to, a complete not. Let me say right. this: lack, lack, like, of, lack of concern for the child. Yeah, yeah because the thing like, is, like, like, I ain't ever thought about putting nobody on child support. Right. But it came to a point that I'm, I'm like 
struggling and I'm like, can I please get ten dollars? I don't even say please, but can I get ten dollars for a pack of diapers? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, then you need to go put the white man in his business. No, that's what I did now. But let me just say this, and I got you. Let me say this with my sons, and I'm about to go back. I felt like I used to try to force their fathers to be a part of their lives, and my dad, both of them, Mickey Ducree and Louis Dooman, sat me down and said, "Don't make a man be a man." Yeah. He said he was like, "Sit your ass down and do what you're supposed to do as a mother." We got them over here. My fathers taught my boys how to do everything they're supposed to do. Change a tire, go underneath the car, do all that other stuff. They they taught them that. But because yeah. of my anger, and I'm I'm a fault me. I'm about to I'm about to say yes, Shannon was a bitch. I was. Because of my anger, yes, I'm a admit. I I really told them for my son's dad, my sons don't need you for shit. Die. Real and I meant that from the bottom of my heart. My kids had the best of every damn thing coming up. They don't need you for nothing. When my sons got older, I didn't realize the impact of my decision and not letting their fathers okay. be a part of their lives to stand up and say, Hey, my son told me, Hey mom, we didn't understand why our dads didn't love us. But it took another man to come in and teach them love. Now that they're older, they have a relationship with them men. I had to really go back and apologize to my boys and be like, my bad. I thought I was doing the right thing by keeping them sorry ass niggas out of y'all life at that time. You know, at that time. That's the way I felt. Because one was like, I don't want no so damn you the son. Baby mama. Hold on. I was that baby mama because <laughs> I felt like when I had them coming to me and saying, I don't want to be bothered with that child, had that. I, that ain't my son. You know, I had to go through all that and see as women, we get to the point that we be like, man, fuck that, we tired. I'm not mm -hmm. about to, I'm not about to beg no man to do nothing because what one man don't do, well, another man I will. Like I said, I got to truly give Lamont Allen his props. When that man stepped up and said, Shannon, I want to be with you. When he stopped being with me, he still was with my sons. My sons to this day still respect him over every man. That comes into their life. Because he was that definition of a true man and a true father to them. But they're good to them now because all of them got a good understanding. They was able to sit down, talk, work everything out, and move forward. That's that's kind of like what I was trying to say. Something, you know. He was just trying to get to that mama. Yeah, you know, like, like, like everybody got to mature. <laughs> yeah. And y'all as women, y'all quick to say women mature quicker than men, right? So with, with, that, with that, I'm saying, oh, I'm saying, I'm saying, generally, okay. generally speaking, <laughs> that's Kay's word. Generally, it's like some of okay. Us now. So, 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 with yeah, that general understanding, y'all want us to be ready to be parents off the mistakes that we made as men at 22, 23, 24, when we don't even know how to damn wipe our ass good yet, really. You know what I'm saying? You want us to be a, a, a well-equipped father. You know what I'm saying? You want us to stop being hoes. And, and that's where I hate that word toxic because sometimes just because I'm not ready to be the man my child needs doesn't mean that 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 he doesn't love that child. Sometimes that word toxic is off the woman's anger for what the relationship with that man. And it may be a toxic relationship between her and him. Shit, everything that I'm doing may be wrong to you, but that doesn't mean that he's going to do that same wrong to that child. Yeah, see, I understand that yeah. part. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I've been around men that I seem to take care of their kids. 
I see them do right by their children. And even with the baby mama, like Major said, right. tell them, don't, I don't want him around this and everything. And you got me like, so you don't want him to take your kids? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm trying to get them to come get I'm, mine. I'm like, come on now. I drop, my 16-year-old, she'll tell you, as soon as I, she aggravate me, I'm like, go by your daddy. I said, we're going to drop you off. We're going to drop you off right now. She'll be like, no, like, we're going to drop you off. Like, I don't have no problem dropping the child off. But, you know, like, like I said, I've seen parents, moms, especially mothers, they be like, Ugh. so he married and you let your daughter go over there? Why not? I'm still trying to process. I guess I don't know exactly what you're trying to say. Uh I'm talking about. Yeah. I, I guess I'm not. I'm not understanding what, what is it exactly that you're trying to say as far as fathers making bad decisions, bad life decisions. Um, are you saying that your life decisions do not negatively affect your your child? Yes, is they do. I, no, I'm I'm absolutely saying that it affects your child. But well, what I'm saying is this word toxic only gets titled to the man. Okay, so I so people call women toxic. Yeah, I've never just heard it called straight Matter of fact, that's a new word. I'm I'm saying that when we talk about toxic, there's a whole word called toxic masculinity. Do we actually hear the word toxic femininity? If it is a we word, women being called toxic. Okay. What I'm saying is women are allowed to make mistakes that man can't make. You could be a homeless woman on the streets with your kid and they're going to be you're going to be empathized with. They're going to have sympathy for you and they don't even know the choices that you made to make yourself homeless. You could have just been lazy and not want to work and not want to secure your future for your kids and they're going to have empathy for you. But the second that I can't afford to take care of my child, I'm toxic. It's a difference. You got to get locked up. I got to get locked up because listen, listen. I feel that a man is supposed so you're supposed to be a provider. So you you're not supposed that. to be a provider for your child as a I'm mother. Not, I'm what I'm saying that is, oh, well, I'm saying I am giving you an answer to it because a man is supposed to be a provider. A woman is supposed to be a nurturer. If we don't nurture our children, we it. will be put up on stakes and shit, and they Listen, gonna they gonna call us but the di- names. But, but the difference is, we love two totally different ways. We have two totally different roles. You're trying yes. to put the role of a man no. on a woman. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. And, I'm and then be upset about it. Okay, what I'm trying to explain to you is the difference in the outcome. K, you cannot be properly providing and you get empathy. I don't properly provide. I go to jail. Thank you for calling women in the mic. Who I have on the line? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Fat hey. hey. Albert. This your boy, boy Mark L. Oh. in the building. What's good, y'all? Hey, Mark L. Go ahead. What you got to say on this topic? Oh, boy, not more All right, y'all. Well, basically, uh, my thoughts on the topic. I've been on, on on multiple sides of that situation. Definitely understand um, about child support. I understand all of that. But at the end of the day, I know I, I think I threw it in the video chat. At the end of the day, it's about the child. Even if the relationship between the two exactly people who created the child mm-hmm. is bad for whatever reason, you both as parents of this child have a responsibility for one, facilitating the relationship between the child and the parent that the child is not with. Now, child support, that's another thing altogether. At the end of the day, it's about the welfare of the child. 
when before it started to become a mandatory thing to try to make sure that you know that the money was there for the child and and this was important don't get me wrong i'm not taking away the importance of child support but to go around and turn around and use it as a weapon that's the part i have the biggest problem with yes because if you use money as a leverage point for uh where someone can see their child or when someone can spend time with the child then you've lost the whole concept of what you're supposed to be doing, and that mm-hmm. makes it a what kind of situation? A toxic one right. for the child. Okay. So that's that's one of the things I wanted to throw in as just listening to you guys' conversation because a lot of times in the, in the battle for child support and who owes what and how much can be supported on and she's spending my money in the club, all of that shit yes. doesn't matter at the end of the day. At the end of the day, what matters is the welfare and the well-being of this child you created. It was good. The relationship was good at some point. Y'all made it to a child. Right. What I'm right. saying? It was good at some point. So for y'all to, for both parents to, to basically on either side of the equation, if you like, well, if I ain't getting no money, I'm not letting you see your kid, or yeah, I'm not dropping mm-hmm. you, or dropping the kid off, or I'm not picking the kid up. You know, that's that bullshit. That's saying. just, yeah. that's yeah. some bullshit that people go through. So, exactly trying to make sure the welfare of the child is, is is first is your first priority as a parent um even pretty much like dylan was saying earlier even if i'm being a hoe out of these streets that doesn't matter i'm still able to care for my children i've had my children where they live with me i've had my children where they did not live with me at no point uh, did my ex-wife and i have any problems with child support and child support meaning support of the child, not my money necessarily, right. but support of the child. And I've never asked for, hey, can you kick me? I need you to kick me this much money. I need you to give me that much money or go and put put her on paperwork because I had the children staying with me. I can I can maintain my children. If I need help, the relationship that we have and the understanding that we had between each other was that, hey, we're going to do what's best for these children. If you need something, call me. If I can call her and say, hey, I need a bag mm-hmm. of groceries, she can bring it by. If she calls me and say, hey, I need to pay for this field trip or so-and-so needs shoes or so-and-so needs school clothes, then we were able to kind of come together as a team. Regardless of where we were with each other in the world, we were bound to take care of these children. That's my big part. That's what I wanted to say. That's what's up, Mark L. Appreciate that. Okay, the question I was having is like, if the other parent is toxic for the child, like how would you uh, eliminate that? Like, should I take the child the situation or, you know, let them try to like Um, let them let them try to still try to talk to that person to the parent? Well, okay. Well, again. The, the first thing is you, you have to both realize you're adults. That's the first part. If you can't make this person act like an adult, then you, you are on your own. Now, one thing I do know, you cannot force your child to relate with that other party, and you can't force the relationship between that other party and the child. Exactly. Now, understand what I mean by that. I didn't, say, I didn't say you couldn't facilitate, meaning you can't help so that, you know, this person says, hey, I want to see my kids this weekend. Um, it's not that you can't facilitate that. And it's not that if they say, well, we want to set up some sort of visitation schedule. It's not that you can't facilitate that. What you can't do is you can't force that person to be a parent. 
Yeah, yeah see, that's yeah. one thing. I they don't call <laughs> and actually want to take an active role in that child's life. Well, Here's right. what happens, and I know this firsthand. What happens is that child develops their own personality. That child grows up, and that child starts to understand things. Kids pick up way more than we give them credit for. They're not dumb. They're little people. They absolutely can tell when something is off. So when that child comes to you and says, why don't that like me? That's a time for you to try to reach out and go in that conversation and say, listen, you know we have a child. I don't have to tell you that. Your child feels X, Y, and Z for you. It is up to you to establish that relationship. I'm going to step out of it, and all I can do is comfort my child and let my child know I watched this happen with my ex-wife because... Uh, she had a child before we got married, and okay. I watched the relationship between that child and his father. Just to let you know, though he calls him dad, he has always called me daddy, okay? Because <laughs> I've been in his life more often than not. When he needs help, he reaches out to me. This is basically because of the relationship that he had with his father. Sometimes he was there, sometimes he wasn't. Sometimes he would call him, sometimes he would. Sometimes okay. he'd be in child support, sometimes he wouldn't. But it was never a thing about the money. He was covered as far as the money is concerned. That just, was never a problem. It's just, a, it's just him being the man. I, we I got you. There. Right. All right. Thank you, Mark you L. Know. Appreciate that. That's no male problem, review right there, calling in and keeping it 100. That's uh, <laughs> We call that the <laughs> leg, uh, the league the of leg extraordinary gentlemen. <laughs> yes, the leg. Y'all women, y'all like that leg. Yeah, y'all like a leg. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Right, Thank you, Mark. Hey, y'all rock on. Thank y'all, man. Have a great show. Thank you. Uh, we're about to hit this rethinking the situation moment. Um, we're coming to the end, close, and I thank everybody for tuning in. Um, K. Chantel, is rethinking the situation. Uh, <laughs> fathers be fathers, mothers be mothers. Take care of your children, no matter if you got to go stay there. You know what I was about to say. Oh, yeah. do what you got. What? Look, look, look. Don't be toxic to your children. Don't be toxic to each other. Right. Learn how to listen. Learn how to speak and communicate since toxic things have been the last year we talked about. Okay. Don't be toxic. Okay. Miss Payne. All right. Well, my rethinking the situation is that, you know, you, you, you know what? You how y'all, how y'all feel about having the first woman of color vice president? Y'all don't feel a little ooh, woozy in your in nah. your spirit? Nope. And, nope. Um, <laughs> okay. it. nope. Cause social media, they going in. Yes. I guess so. I don't really think <laughs> <laughs> she's just gonna be pretty in the office. That's all. I think she's gonna kill all. Oh wow! Okay, Mr. Williams, what you got to say? I never have a rethink in a situation moment. I said what I said. I keep on telling y'all this. What oh, I, Lord. what I got to rethink? Well, I, we want to thank y'all for tuning in to <laughs> the Women in the Mic. Catch us Saturday at eleven a.m. Wake up with us Saturday at eleven a.m. We want to thank you guys and you have a wonderful night, America. <laughs> you know. And on that note, I don't have to rethink anything. We out. See y'all Saturday from 11 to 1. Yeah, 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 yeah. Radio 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 Radio. Radio.